Riley. We need some intro music. Ooh. <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like it. Woman, get it. Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. Oh, interesting. Are we recording? Are we ABR? Mm-hmm. My sister... My nephew lost his retainer. Oh, so no. He's, he's gone. Exactly. So he's gone through an early stage of ortho, right? Where they put maybe like an expander in there for a while, which he hated. It made him gag and sick. And mm-hmm. he was being a real whiner about it, which I don't really. I mean, I have some I have some sympathy, but I can't really <laughs> empathize because I've never been in that position, even though I probably sh- like in today's ortho. I probably would have gone through the same thing that he did as a kid. But so we went through expanders and um, they had to pull some baby teeth because they were just super slow getting them out. Now he's like way better at pulling them out. But he had some brackets and then they took them off and they just gave him a retainer to hold on to for a while. But then when I got there, because, you know, I visited my sister was like, oh, he lost his retainer. It doesn't fit. He's like, I didn't lose it. I'm like, so you misplaced it for a couple of days. And then when you went to put it back in, it didn't fit. He was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, well, my sister goes, well, what do we do? I'm like, well, it might be important that he keeps that thing. I don't know how much is they plan for his teeth to shift. I'm like, call the school. Let them know. Yeah. Lost my retainer. Didn't wear it for a week. Doesn't really fit in my mouth anymore. What do I do? Yeah. And they told her he doesn't really need to wear it any longer since it doesn't fit. He's probably getting more adult teeth and they'll reevaluate next summer. Lazy butts. Yeah, I was like, that's interesting. I would think they'd want to remake it. But yeah, he's, I mean, he had two loose teeth when I was there. He's 11. And it's probably, and that makes sense because so from the age of 10 to about 14, you are in mixed dentition. So whatever retainer they make, it's going to not fit next week or next (laughs) month because he's growing so quickly and the teeth are going to change so much that they were probably just using the retainer for as long as possible. And then they knew that eventually it wouldn't fit at all, even if he didn't misplaced for a week and then you know he it was eventually not going to fit and then they were just going to say okay we'll see you next summer totally makes makes sense sense. yeah so i take back my lazy butt comment i was trying to be funny but it wasn't really funny well yeah i thought like it's nice that they want to save him money like they don't want to charge her for another retainer but then i'm like oh yeah i guess that makes sense whatever uh whatever so how are you miley hi how are you hi are we starting already yeah oh okay hello hello welcome to another episode <laughs> of woman get in podcast i'm miley just like mandy had just called me out right there and i'm mandy just mm-hmm. like miley had called me right there <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm uh i'm okay i'm good i'm <laughs> you got i lot. am there's a lot i just am there's a I lot you am. had a little sigh yeah i I struggle with trying to be authentically in the moment versus authentically positive, if that makes any sense. Like, you know how they talk about like choosing your attitude or choosing your mindset or your perspective versus like, am I really feeling crappy or should I choose to not be crappy kind of thing? Mm. Not that I'm crappy. I'm using that as an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, uh. Like to, to me, it sounds like maybe maybe this is what you're talking about. I feel like a lot of people do this. They be the version of the person they think everybody wants to see. Yes and no. Right. Like yes. I'm, I'm not saying mm-hmm. obviously yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true for sure. all yeah, yeah. the but time. But yes. But yeah. like I feel a lot of us do that sometimes. It's like, 
I'm good. Right. I'm, I'm you great. just automatically go to good. And I'm like, I'm trying to pause a second before <laughs> I answer that question when people ask me how I'm doing, because I don't want to just give you a generic answer. Like mm-hmm. I'm good. And then move on with my day. Like nothing. Right. I want to really actually take a moment and reassess or just assess, not even reassess, but yeah. assess. Like, am I really good? Am I doing okay? Am I just chilling? And am I just grooving along, you know, the day and mm-hmm. everything's okay? You know, everything's okay. Yeah. I mean, I personally have experienced annoyance. Yeah. Overwhelm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. Aggravation, disappointment, all these, a lot of things today. But now that you're here, I'm I all know. smiles. Right. Exactly. Then that's what I mean. Right. Yeah. So I've been, uh, but I'm happy to be here and uh, I've missed you a lot. Welcome. Welcome back. Thank you. To Arizona. Thank you. Mm. How was your Thanksgiving? Did you cook? Nope. They did not let me cook. Oh, yeah, that's right. They took it over from somebody else. Yeah, but I'm pretty happy that they did because what ended up happening is my cousin bought a fryer, it was a like, turkey fryer. Hashtag don't be offended. You're not cooking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, he like, he had this like really great contraption. It's a much fancier way of, you know, how people drop a turkey into a pot full of like hot water or not hot water, hot oil, and they fry it. And oh, it's yeah. supposedly really good. He got an actual machine that actually fries and it was i mean it was good too but i i I was just happy to be with family yeah those the turkey fryers became all of the rage i think about somewhere between like Mm -hmm. 15 and 20 years ago everyone started doing it and then i stopped hearing about it i feel like for a while but this year i definitely saw a lot more people and i got to see my little little uh little cousins i guess that's nice and made brownies and made uh oh. some vietnamese dishes together did you make gluten-free brownies no but i didn't eat the brownies i just oh. helped them make them oh just an activity with the kids yeah mm-hmm. i always make my nephew eat vegan things when i cook with him <laughs> i love you you're amazing i'm just like i'm no i'm not doing that <laughs> do you have ingredients that <laughs> how funny yeah yeah oh. how was yours it was good. Well, I spent Thanksgiving here. I know this is like a slow update for the listeners because like we kind of talked about Thanksgiving already, but uh, I spent it here. I cooked the day before, which I'd mentioned, had this whole big feast. And then the night of Thanksgiving, I flew out and went to Detroit. So it was good. Uneventful. My flight out was super quiet. Had a whole row to myself. Ooh. Um. So that was nice being able to like spin around and put my leg up on the seats and sleep for maybe like two hours of the flight. It's not that long of a flight. It's only about three and a half hours. So you kind of barely get up in the air and, you know, they're coming around with drinks. I'm like, why? I don't know. But I'm like, ugh, go away. There's only there were a hundred open seats on the plane. So, I mean, I think everyone who wanted to pretty much had their own row and they were scattering people about trying to you know, balance out the weight of the plane and everything. But uh, the days after were good. I was in Michigan and it was cold and blustery. I saw snow. Ooh. Yeah, we did the light festival and it was that day that we did it. I think overnight I had been in my mom's guest room and hearing a storm or I heard all these noises and I thought, is that a storm? And I checked my phone because I wasn't going to get up and go look outside or anything. It was like 2 a.m. So I look, I look on my phone, it's raining and it's 50 some degrees. And I think how odd that it's so warm, but overnight this super cold front blew in up to 30 mile an hour winds and it was 32 degrees or something all day. Like 
frigid and then that night we went to the light festival and it was snowing i rolled the window down to take a picture of some of the lights i bet that was beautiful it was really cool and all of a sudden i'm like ew it's (laughs) (laughs) the lights were awesome and then my mom's like you guys should get outside and take a picture me and my nephew so we got outside and took a picture by the like thank you for coming Mm -hmm, sign mm -hmm. or whatever like happy holidays kind of sign and she's we're I'm like, well, we'll stand here. You stand down there. Shoot it up. Get us on the side with the lights yeah. next to us behind us. And she's like, oh, oh, oh OK. <laughs> I have no idea how she was going to frame it. But I was just like, let me just run this. So yeah. <laughs> we're standing there and this gusts of wind start Ooh. happening. And it's directly in our face, right? It's coming right at Ooh. us. And it's snow is hitting us. It's not like a blizzard, but it's snowing. You can see snowflakes in the photos. And she's like trying to take some shots. I'm like, did you get it? Because we're standing there (laughs) freezing. And I have like cold air blasting straight into my eyeballs. I'm like, I can't keep my eyes open anymore. I think my eyes are closed in half the photos. (laughs) It was funny, but it was fun. It was good. I got to hang out with everybody. It was fairly peaceful as difficult as some moments with family can be dad had his second cataract surgery oh. and icl like a contact lens implanted when i was there oh so he had the one done like a few days before i got there and the other one done a few days after i got there mm. that all went super well and oh good i'm glad yeah so it was it was okay. nice it was cold i was ready to come back home and i immediately jumped into baking 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 yeah i bet mm-hmm. it's the holiday season i know cookies everybody wants cookies Well, we had a cookie, uh, what is it when you exchange? A cookie exchange at work today. Cool. I didn't bring any cookies because I didn't bake it. You know, I used to organize those. I don't think anyone ever did one before I did one, like 12 years ago. I thought of you the whole time. (laughs) I mooched off the extra cookies, even though I wasn't supposed to be eating the cookies. I honestly can't remember to be, in case she listens, I don't know, Colleen a former co-worker uh it was between her and i i'm sure we yeah. cooked up this oh i'm sure pun intended oh, for sure. this cookie exchange <laughs> yeah jen better oh, now organizes it oh that's think. lovely she and i she used to ask me i know when we paused it at one time she was like are we bringing that back ah yeah every there was a good amount of people maybe like 20 or so people that's awesome yeah i know we always invited the ladies from downstairs mm-hmm. and we usually had a pretty good turnout yeah so that's cool they used a big room today this day yeah nice nice yeah and uh but yeah, cookies are real big right, Everybody right now. Everybody wants a cookie. Yeah, that's great. I'm, I'm like, I need more butter. I constantly am buying vegan butter this time of year. Oh. And next week, I think I have like eight dozen cookies just on order, like custom wow. order. Oh. Sugar cookies. That oh. doesn't include all the other cookies that I'll make for events. Yeah. What events oh. do you have coming up for the holidays? Uh, just vegan social events uh mm-hmm. the vegan social night market is this week december whatever saturday is december saturday 10th. december 10th yeah that's at night downtown phoenix and then next saturday the 17th the vegan social brunch happens downtown from 10 a.m to 2 p.m so and then the week after is when I'm going to be offering, like I have no events that weekend of Christmas, Christmas Eve, but I'm going to offer cookie boxes and cookie trays and candy things like fudge and peanut brittle and all the things I've been playing with making. Ooh. So oh, yeah. I can't wait to see pictures and video and reels of all the stuff. I know. I'm excited to make molasses cookies because people love those. And the chocolate peppermint crinkles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Oh, good for you. Thank you. Thank you. Anything anything else? How's your flying going? Oh, my flying. 
it's becoming more of a never-ending journey <laughs> to get my PPL. I don't know if it'll ever happen. I'm getting more discouraged, but it's okay. I <laughs> How do you get more discouraged? Yeah. So the city of Mesa put a chain. Did I tell you this yet? Uh-uh. They put a chain on the gate door. So now you can only access it through the public service entrance, which is only open Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. What? Wait. And those are my work hours. Um. Wait, you can only access what? The airfield? The airfield as a renter. Oh, wow. Yeah, you actually have to own a hangar or a space with a key card to get through the gate. If you don't have a key card, you can't get through the gate 24-7. You have to go through the public service entrance. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a new development. Mm -hmm. It's been, what, like a year and a half, and you haven't encountered that at any airports? No. So. And that's where the plane is that you're still renting? Yeah. Is there a possibility of moving it to a different airport? No, the owner of the plane is feeling discouraged as well because it's cutting down his ability to actually make money. Sure. So his company is, I don't know how he's, he's worried about staying afloat. So the plane might not even be, ex I can't, I might not even be able to rent it anymore. <laughs> I mean, can't they just move it to a different airport? They could, but I think he's like, they've, they've been through so many challenges over the last 12 months that he I don't know if he how much more energy and hard work he can put into it either. Oy vey. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I, okay, I, so APB I for anyone who has a small plane and is at a small airport or some airport here in the valley. Well, that's the thing too, though. This plane, I've gotten so used to flying. I've flown this for the last 11 months, right? Mm -hmm. I, if I were to, there's not like this, there's not another plane like this. There's only like eight of them in the whole country. So I'd actually have to start over with a new plane and that's, basically not starting off at square one but i'd probably be square like three isn't it it's kind of like getting in a new car like it i've is. been in my prius for six years and then i got in my mom's gmc like suv and i'm going how do you change the heat setting <laughs> like, yeah i uh, literally would not it took me minutes i mean which in a plane it takes a lot longer to get ready to go but it would take time. me forever to get my seat yeah. in a right place mm -hmm. and then every time i got out of her car her car has this feature where it moves the seat oh all my. the way oh back my. like as far oh back my. as it'll go so that the driver can get in and out and i'm like who has yeah. that hard of a time getting in and out of the car with the seat in the same fucking position <laughs> yeah. anyways but yeah no, 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 i like, get it it's kind of like when i go and i work in another office like i still know how to be a dentist so mm -hmm. i know the concepts the basic concepts of flying but when you go into a new office like i have no idea where the hand pieces are i have no idea how to turn on you know different equipment there's supplies that are in different cabinets yeah. there's uh different you know different equipment and how do you use a different equipment so it's like i i know how to fly but it's gonna take me a long time to learn how to fly a particular plane yeah so i i'm i if i'm going to quit this is where i need to quit <laughs> this is what the third plane you've flown overall yeah, probably. I, I mean, I it's probably the sec. Actually, it's the second type of plane that I've flown. Okay. But I've probably been in seven or eight different planes, but two types of planes, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like a Cessna 172, I've flown probably three or four different ones. Mm. I've flown a 150, which is Cessna, which is very similar to a 172, but it's much smaller. So that was a easy transition. But the plane I'm flying now is a Colt 100. And that's really different than the Cessna 172 or the Cessna 150. So now I'd have to go back to a 172, which won't, it shouldn't take me long to learn, but it, it's again, another setback. I don't know. Reacclimate. We'll 
But I did have a good ground lesson with my newest instructor, oh. Zach. And I think we kind of bonded. We I feel a little bit better learning from him. We'll see. But I mean, who else do I? Who else can I learn from? I can't help you here. <laughs> I can um, tell you the fastest ways to get through the airport and security. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I can, uh, you know, I can cheer you on from the thank runway you. and I watch know, you do beautiful landings and takeoffs you, and you. laps around the airport. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm no, I, I can like read questions and help you study that i could do thank you yeah. i appreciate you so much for that as long as you have the answers there for me because <laughs> so, yes. i won't and know I'm... if what you say is bullshit or... <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be i don't know we'll see i don't know imagine i will I'm, probably I'm just, like yeah. correct yes yes <laughs> that would that you know that would really help with my confidence actually <laughs> whatever i say just say that it's the right answer and then i'll feel so good going to my exam i'll be like boom slam the book exactly. i'm like you got this mic drop i love it <laughs> yes so we'll I, I joke about quitting. I don't want, like at the end of the day, You're I don't so want to invested quit. that like, it would be so, it's like going through three and a half years of college, yes. like university yes, to drop out before your last nine credits are complete. Yes. Like that, it's how, that's how close I am. But yeah. so this is just a hurdle. I, if anybody knows how to break into Falcon Field, please let me know. <laughs> Cause I really need to break into it. Like. I can't fly Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. I I need to work. (laughs) So annoying. So, yeah. We will figure this out, people. Rest assured. Yeah. Or or Mandy will just beat me in our bet and then I am going to be a loser. (laughs) I mean, there's always a chance. Uh, yes um have you so it was because of the holiday and the break and we haven't been together recording for a few days did you have any time to watch anything new on any streamers i have watched alaskan daily oh wait is that like an ice road truckers type no it's not okay (laughs) and and i finished up extraordinary attorney woo i love both shows though i have never heard of these where are they streaming okay so extraordinary attorney woo is on netflix Okay. And it's about, it's a Korean series and it's, Wait, is it in Korean? It's, so it's in subtitles? Korean and you can get subtitles, but you, it's also dubbed in English, but it's not the same. You should really watch it in Korean and read the subtitles. Yeah, but it's that's about what this, I would do. Yeah. It's about this attorney, but she actually has high functioning autism and oh. um, she becomes this attorney and she learns like she just learns how to be independent. She learns what the real world is like. She learns what, you know, what, like that, like life isn't always fair and uh, and she learns about how to like be in social situations you know okay and how to develop friendships and she learns what love is and she learns how different she is i think it, it, i just it, she has so many quirks about because she has autism it, it really I, I just love it so much because i work with so many patients with autism so it just makes me fall in love more with people who have autism but uh and then so I just added it to my Netflix okay. list. Oh, good. And then uh, Daily Alaskan or Alaskan Daily. I always forget the order. I don't know what, what it is, but uh, it's either da- Daily Alaskan or Alaskan Daily. And it also is on Netflix? Hulu. Oh, okay, okay. It's on Hulu. And it is actually based on a newspaper in Alaska that's called Daily Alaskan or Alaskan Daily. <laughs> I always forget which one. I can't get it straight. <laughs> but it follows, and, and it's an active series. It's not like it, it whereas um, externally, uh, or 
Extraordinary Attorney Wu is a one season. I'm not sure if a second season is coming back. But Daily Alaskan follows a newspaper, and it's it actually the big picture story about the series is that it follows this reporter that is trying to investigate missing indigenous women who oh. are murdered and or missing and or raped or whatever. And uh, they like the whole premise of the show is to bring to light or bring to the conversation that so many indigenous females are missing and missing, murdered, murdered yeah. mm-hmm. and, and no nobody, one looks into yes, them. Yes, nobody looks into them. The rate of murder for this population is 10 times the national average. Like the most recent episode that was released, they were talking about how like this white rich girl got lost or was went missing while she was on this Alaskan cruise and they spent over a million dollars to find her body and at the same time there was also another indigenous woman who was missing around that same time and no one paid attention there wasn't even an officer on scene to help canvas the woods or anything and again this is all fictional but it's representative or it's based on true events and yeah. or a, you know a real newspaper that talks the about actual this stuff. statistics yeah so i i really am fascinated by it and i'm learning a lot and 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 i i want to be able to support something like this so it's fascinating i mean i've known about this phenomenon for a while now I just had to Google the name of it because I couldn't remember. But Jeremy Renner had a movie that came out a few years back. And I'm almost positive it had a very similar FBI investigates a murder of a woman on a a Native American woman. I I don't think it's set in Alaska. But uh, when that movie came out, a lot of stuff came to light about how much Mm -hmm. there's a lot of violence, a lot of domestic abuse, Mm -hmm. uh, sexual... um, all of the things there's lots of abuse there's lots of addiction and there's lots of violence in indigenous yeah spaces and there's not a lot done about it no or what happens is people kind of brush it under the rug and just say oh that girl she was always a party animal so that you can rationalize not looking into or investigating which is ridiculous it really upsets me but i keep watching because i want to kind of support yeah that's fascinating and then i want to i've been telling more and more people about the show so they can watch it and learn about it i'll have to see if i have hulu i think i did it one time my sister pays for all that oh yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i just log in and it uh the main character the actress is a really well-known actress i think she was in million dollar baby is the it Hillary Swank? Hillary Swank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And she's like this badass woman in there. I love her. Uh, part of why I like to watch it is she is such a, she's aggressive slash assertive. And it's one of the things that I'm trying to work on. I'm trying yeah. to be more assertive in my life. Maybe I need to be a little aggressive too in my life, but <laughs> m- more so assertive in like professional environments. Yeah, she was Million Dollar Baby. And I see this is an ABC show. So oh. even if you don't have Hulu. If you I, have ABC uh, you can, app. I think yeah. you can watch you it go. online. Yeah. You can. If you, I didn't realize it was a mainstream. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that you should. Like something I would enjoy, but also have anxiety over. Yes, but it's good <laughs> to sit in that discomfort for a good reason. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot more facts on that, but I know that that is a very, it's a mm-hmm, very disheartening mm-hmm. number and 10 times the national Ten times. average does not surprise Amazing. me. Amazing. Pisses me off. Yeah. Um, what shows have you been watching? I watched Wednesday. 
oh my goodness so like so many people have been recommending that show to me and i don't know if it's because they think that i would really enjoy it or they just love it so much that they're just telling everybody but i kind of feel like there's something about it that pe- people that maybe I think they remind everyone's me been okay. watching it, so they're just talking I was like, about oh, it. Oh darn, I felt special I for think a while. I they're trying to connect with you. I have always been an Adams Family fan. Yeah, like, me too. I love those two movies that came out in the nineties. I've I've never seen the older shows because they're just I didn't watch Nick at Night or wherever they got reran. But uh, I've loved the movies that came out in the nineties. I mean, I literally just watched one a few weeks ago because it was Halloween. Uh, so. And oh, I, I love them. Like Christina Ricci as Wednesday oh, yeah. is oh, literally yeah. gold. Also, she's in the new show. They don't talk about it, but she is in oh, Wednesday she is? on Netflix. Oh, I didn't know that. I've only seen the trailer for Wednesday and I yeah. was like, oh my gosh, yes. I love it's it. great. And, and like when I worked with you at the clinic, you know, the former gal in the the um, sterilization, she used to call me Wednesday. <laughs> I did not know that because I'd be like dry and sarcastic and I never like my face would never I would never crack when I was telling her something sassy and she'd call me Wednesday that was her I nickname that. for me um and I was Wednesday once for Halloween <laughs> because I whoever I was dating at the time I got him to be Pugsley oh <laughs> it was great it. um but yeah so now though I fantasize about being Morticia and what's the dad's name Gomez oh can I be Wednesday next year and you be Morticia and Mr. Boyfriend can be uh, Gomez? Yeah. Yeah. I think I already ran this by him and he agreed. Oh, good. So I uh, I watched Wednesday because it came out Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. I got to Michigan, obviously. And on Friday, the nephew was there waiting for me. And I said, ooh, Wednesday's out. Mm. And he said, oh, I already watched it all. I'm like, oh, it's been out for like a day and a half. How'd you watch? He's like, I watched it all in one sitting. I'm like, <laughs> oh, he's my kind of guy. For a kid who <laughs> never takes his eyes off of his his like tablet, his iPad thing. I'm like, how did you even watch this? Did you watch all of it or did you watch half of it? Because like, I couldn't even believe he would watch. And they're 45 minute episodes. How many episodes are there? Eight. He watched all eight in 24 hours? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's definitely my kind of guy. Unreal. I would, I, I'm totally going to do that. I probably watched it over four nights, like two episodes mm. a night. Because um, that was... I'm going to do what I did with... Uh... <laughs> Stay up all night, <laughs> yeah. like Jack Ryan or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the most recent season of... Uh... Bridgerton? Yeah. Oh. Remember? I texted you at like 3 a.m. And I was like, I just finished the whole season. <laughs> that's right. That's right. There is a new season coming of Bridgerton, by the way. Mm. I've heard that they're teasing stuff but Ooh. i haven't seen it yet okay. and i haven't gone searching for it but maybe i should now Ooh. um yeah i watched wednesday and then i also watched on netflix a documentary called stuts oh what's that about it is jonah hill the actor ah. he, he is has done a documentary on his therapist whose oh. name is phil stuts oh and apparently stuts is pretty well known in uh, some Hollywood circles and uh, in the psychotherapy world for his take on how he treats people. It's very action-based versus like, well, what do you think? You know, some therapists are very like, how does that make you feel? This guy has a really revolutionary, I I would call it revolutionary because he's been in this field for, oh my gosh, I think 50 years. Oh, okay. Um, And, Jonah has has found such profound change in his life since adopting these techniques and this way of thinking and approaching his self in life that he felt super compelled to make a documentary about this guy. Okay, that sounds really 
interesting i would watch that it's fascinating especially if like me you're really into the human side mm-hmm. the the messiness the uh phil stutz calls it the shadow he names your shadow x oh uh and how it's always with you and how it's been informed and how oh. you can work with it instead of letting it control you mm. so it's really it's really cool jonah is pretty vulnerable and talks about a lot of things like in it Kind of early on, they break the fourth wall with the documentary and sort of let you in on the fact that they've been filming for a long time and that Jonah's not really sure where the film's going anymore. And he's trying to figure out how to back it up and get it to where, you know, to be a story about this guy and about his techniques in order to shed some light on it and hopefully help other people because he found so much calm and Mm. serenity i guess sort of developing these practice or uh taking on these practices um so it's really good s-t-u-t-z i highly recommend it i want to watch it again because i feel like it's so rich in little things is this on netflix it's on netflix okay cool cool thanks for the rec everything is on netflix (laughs) i think that's about all i watch oh no i signed up for apple tv Oh, did ya? Because my next ex-husband, Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> which I'll come back to that. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell have a movie called Spirited. Mm-hmm. I've seen some footage of them practicing yes. dancing or something. Yeah, they've been teasing it for like yeah. a year. So uh, it came out of the theaters and then it also released on Apple. Uh, so I signed up for a free trial of Apple. Just to watch. Yeah. And then forgot to cancel it. So they got <laughs> seven bucks from me. Those fuckers. <laughs> Oh, you're funny. So I was we, the movie good. It's a musical. Ah, it's way more of a musical than Scrooge, you know, or any oh. of those that I've ever seen before. Which you kind of know it's dancing and singing because they've been teasing a lot of that. Uh, so it's a little more musical than I would normally lean. And the beginning of it felt a little, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't necessarily feel slow, but I was waiting for the characters to really like to to draw me in and attach to them. So it's it was a slow burn in the beginning. And then finally it got some meat into it where you were like, oh, okay. Now mm. I'm seeing the struggle here. Yeah. And I'm seeing where this is maybe going to go. But it's got some really fun twists. Like it's not okay. your standard Scrooge goes to present, past, and future. Ah. Uh, it's really fun. Okay. It's, it has a sort of North Pole quality where like these ghosts are sent. like they're assigned to these positions and they're assigned people to go haunt and like you know run through their whole spiel about and they only do one person a year oh yeah so it was really fun to watch it just took a minute Mm -hmm. to really get into it Mm -hmm. uh but yeah we watched that on apple oh and ryan reynolds to come back to him so i recently found out the blake live second baby four what they have four babies (laughs) This is one how they had four babies. Yeah. So I feel like I barely learned they had three babies, you know, sometime recently. I thought they I was had like, two. They got three. I was <laughs> like, shoot, I forgot. They have three kids, you know, maybe a year, year and a half ago. A week or two ago, I read something about Blake Lively and her fourth kid and Ryan Reynolds commenting on it. And I was like, four kids. And I look at Mr. Boyfriend. I go, do you know what this means? He goes, you're shit out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's never going to leave oh her. <laughs> <laughs> Four kids. Wow. I'll be waiting forever for <laughs> my next ex-husband. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. 
So it looks like it'll just have to be in my dreams. Mr. Boyfriend and I also watched Just Friends, my favorite Christmas oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had never... He, he did he like he, it? He did. Oh, good. And he had said he'd never seen it before, although parts of it seemed kind of familiar. He's okay. like, I probably have Maybe. seen this, but it's been so long that I couldn't remember it. And I watch it like once or twice a year. So uh, we watched that, which made me very happy. And then we also watched Home Alone because, you know, now oh, that yeah. I have the- I've been waiting. I have not watched it this year yet, but uh, it is on my list this now year. Now that I have Disney Channel, I can watch mm-hmm. it anytime. Oh, so. wait, I keep forgetting I have Disney. Yeah. You <laughs> can watch Home Disney. Alone one, two. <laughs> yeah, you can watch them all. Yeah, I gotta, I can't wait to just snuggle up in my bed and watch a bunch of movies and just enjoy yeah relax uh, i've never seen any beyond one and two of the home Alones. i saw three it wasn't worth it so don't watch it yeah different kid and there's a four and then a fifth yeah, one that's no negative like, negative negatory i'm not into it Mm-mm-mm. one that, and two that's it exactly and elf oh my gosh did we watch elf oh yeah we watched elf oh, too good. we had I to love. put in the dvd because i couldn't find oh. it on any of the streaming that's things weird. that I, have. I think it's only on hbo max oh bummer I'm like Ugh, i am i'm not signing up for another free trial <laughs> like i have it on dvd <laughs> we'll put in the widescreen version it's good uh, so yeah we did watch that one too because i was like can yeah. we please yeah. watch holiday movies yes he wasn't feeling well when i got back like mm. the next day after i got home he's not feeling well so mm. I was like, well, just chill and watch movies and I'll do things and pop in and out while you're hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay. I was happy to see Mr. Boyfriend together today. He looks good. He, I feel like he always looks better than he actually feels. Yeah. Like when he's sick. <laughs> he's a good, um, he has a good attitude Like he'll about get it. a little wind. Yeah. I think it's probably just when you're sick, you get a little. Mm-hmm. A little oomph every now and then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. burst of activity. Trying yeah. mm. to get him better. I feel like there was something I was going to talk about with my skin to lead us into this episode. <gasps> oh, it's two weeks after my stabbing. Oh, yeah. So how's your face? My face is good. Really? Okay. Smile. Big smile. Look surprised. And scrunch your face. Oh, Yes, I feel like you've gotten really... some good results, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, I don't see any wrinkles at all. Yay. I see minor lines when you scrunch your face, yeah. but we are supposed to. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I said, when we were talking about the Botox thing, my job is not to delete your wrinkles. My right. job is to lighten your wrinkles. And yeah. actually, you had a really, you had a really great outcome. So I think we did a great, I don't think you need any additional, do you? No, I, I haven't like honestly even maybe once, like maybe five days after. But the last mm. couple of days, I kind of forgot about it and I haven't gone and tried to make any faces mm. in the mirror. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I no. can just feel that my face isn't moving like it looks did great. before. It's yeah, it funny. Great. It's a weird thing to say. Like people aren't conscious of how their forehead moves until it stops. stops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's wonderful. I love it. I'm so happy that we had a good outcome for you. Yeah, it's been great. Oh, I uh, I felt fine. No bruising, no bleeding, no oh, good. nothing. Yay. Yeah, I hope people learned a little bit from the Botox episode and mm-hmm. and that it is for women and men, just like today's episode oh, yeah. about skincare is for both men and women, well, all types of people. Don't think that this is just for females. No, not at all. I know a lot of, I, I guess I don't actually do know some guys who get Botox, mm-hmm. IRL. And then yeah. I've seen some celebrity faces, mm. males that I know get Botox as well. Yeah. And, you know, just to bring it back to today's episode too, I think a lot of the tips that Lydia talks about today is so beneficial for everyone. If you have skin, 
if you have a face, (laughs) (laughs) a lot of the tips that Lydia gives in this episode is amazing. I was, when I was editing, I've been telling everybody actually, when I was editing this episode, I was taking notes. Like literally I was taking notes about all of the tips that Lydia was giving us. And so I think today's episode is a great one and our listeners are going to really enjoy listening. Yeah, there was a lot of cool stuff. I, I didn't realize there were t- different types of, uh, I think it was HLA that she mentioned. Mm-hmm. There's a Hyaluronic few- acid. Yeah. Then uh, one of the things that I forgot, she talks about towards the end of the the episode is about managing like acne, cystic mm. acne. And so well, I forgot that we had talked about rolling, like oh, ice yeah. rolling and things like that. So it, like I said, we all get acne. We all have dry skin, oily skin. We all should be taking care of our skin. So definitely, I've taken away so many good pearls from this episode. I was moisturizing like crazy in Michigan because it was so much colder. Ah, yeah, yeah. And I just felt uh, like my skin didn't look more dry, but it felt dry. Mm. So I was moisturizing extra. I went to Costco and I bought a gentle cleanser and I got hyaluronic acid serum and I got a moisturizer and uh, I've been then as soon as I shower each night and I want to, I make sure that I don't use hot, hot, hot water. <laughs> I, and I don't use bar soap. Oh my and gosh. I, and I, as all, it's these still are damp, spoilers yeah. for the episode. <laughs> as a, I've, I've been applying a lot of the things that Lydia talks about. So that's why I'm just like, okay, let's see how long this lasts. I, mean, I don't know last how. At least as long as your products <laughs> last, exactly. I hope. Did you get all of these at Costco? Mm-hmm. Oh, bravo. I mean, I don't know about the brands. Obviously, you know, we talked a little bit about brands and Lydia yeah. and you both had some suggestions, but I figured I would start with some affordable brands yeah. at Costco and just at least build in habits. Yeah. And then as I build in the habits, I'll look into investing in uh, a little bit more higher brand, high, you know, whatever that's, you know, whatever, I high, mean, high brand, I guess. Um, High-end brands, I guess. Costco has some great brands, Mm -hmm. so you've probably found some decent stuff. And my skin feels good. I feel, I don't feel dry and I don't feel oily. Look at you go. But I I still do have acne, but that's okay because it's the time of the month. Yeah, hormones, ladies, mm. some some stuff's unavoidable, I feel. You know, I think a reduction or uh, an improvement overall, and it's only been what, like a week? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... Give yourself a give yourself a little. <laughs> Maybe next month, nothing. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm excited. I just feel I feel proud of myself that I'm trying to take better care of myself. Yeah. Next up, I'm gonna try to incorporate some working out and exercising into my life again. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. I I've been working out, and Mr. Boyfriend and I have been taking walks. Oh, that's great. Like multiple times a week, and then before I went to Michigan, did I tell you he did something to my knee? no so he was sitting on the couch and i just came up and sat on him like mm-hmm. straddling him and mm-hmm. we were i don't know talking about dinner or something and i'm just sitting there and we're chatting and his elbow did something and like oh. leaned into my knee Ooh. and i felt this pinch and i was like ow and i got off of him a couple within a day or two my knee Ooh, hasn't no. barely is almost starting to recover now like in michigan there were a couple of days where i could barely walk did you use a heat pad no, but I don't know what happened. It almost feels like a disc or something popped yeah. or something's out of place. Like it's clicking constantly. Oh. And that's what I mean. Um, <sighs> when you had described it, I when I hear clicking or a disc or something, yeah. heat pads can really increase blood flow oh. to the area. And that might bring nutrients to the area to kind of help that disc, if it's inflamed, feel a little bit better. That's fair. I took some ibuprofen to try to calm oh, it down. Oh, that's good too. That's helpful too. Part of it felt 
swollen and i mean honestly mm. it felt kind of tender to the touch in mm. some areas and i'm like why does it hurt oh. why does it hurt to walk why is it popping I'm oh my sorry. gosh <laughs> oh, but i'm glad you're feeling a little bit better yeah so it's taken me off the bike and uh, off of the walks because yeah. i'm just like if i get halfway through a mile long walk or a mile mm. and a half whatever we decide to do and then it hurts i'm like then i have to suck it up and walk all the way home on a knee that's aggravated so uh, i'm bummed but it'll get better i know it will this <sighs> is temporary yeah Temporary. It will pass. Yes. Yes, it will pass. <laughs> eye roll. Eye roll, yes. eye roll, eye roll. Huh. My skin otherwise has been great. Just good, my I'm knee glad. has been shitty. So yes. I don't have anything new to Aww, report on the skin good. front. Well, I'm super excited for our listeners this week. Me this too. I hope everybody gets some good gems. Yeah. And I mean, for all the skin stuff that I've heard in the past, this was some fun new it stuff was, for me. Yeah, for sure. So... We hope you enjoyed the episode. Yes. Today we have a special guest and a good friend of mine, Lydia. She's the CEO of Do Skin Bar. And I love her <laughs> definition of CEO. And it is Chief Aesthetics Officer. So clever. Yeah, so clever. Uh, she started off aesthetics wanting to provide relaxation and comfort along with skin loving ingredients for her clients and uh, to provide a more uh, spa like experience. But then her skin started going through some hormonal imbalance and changes and she broke out with cystic acne, which I sometimes get as well, actually. And so, uh, and then, so that prompted her to change direction of her business and the way she practices. And so we're so excited to have her on today's episode to talk a little bit more about skincare. Hi, Lydia. How are you? Hi, great. Thanks. How are you? Great. I'm well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. We're excited to have you. We've had some skin chats before, but I feel like it's always good to sort of either revisit and learn from new people to get additional perspectives. So yeah, it's going to, and I think everyone is always battling skin, kind of like Miley said in the intro, our skin changes as we change, as we age, Right. And there's kind of always something new to learn. Like what worked for us at 13, isn't mm -hmm. maybe going to be what we use at 33. Not oh, at all. <laughs> and some of the things that we learn in our twenties are different. And there's always more information that comes out in, you know, for me, even in my thirties and stuff, one of the things that I've learned in some of the conversations we've had with other estheticians that we've had on our episode or on our show has been, you know, drinking water, making sure you moisturize and things like that. When we were talking about meeting with you and chatting with you, we were wondering about more specific things that maybe aren't. Uh, well-known or commonly talked about. Uh, what other things should we be doing to keep our skin soft and, and supple as we head into the cold and dry winter months? Because uh, it's already cold and, and, and winter. I mean, right by now. Phoenix standards, 70 degrees is cold. And morning. <laughs> yes. And I know me personally, the last couple of weeks, I've started to reach the point where I want hand lotion on all of the time. And mm -hmm. so I know that my face is also needing more. Um, like I'm hitting the chapstick a lot more often. And uh, I'm curious, definitely curious to know a little bit more about this too. Yeah. Going into winter, especially in Arizona, one of the things that I've noticed is all of my clients are chronically dehydrated just because there's such a lack of moisture in the, in the air. So our skin, um, a, a common misconception actually is drinking water is going to be really hydrating for the skin 
that actually is true and not true just because our skin is kind of the last organ to actually receive the benefits of the water that we're drinking because so much of our body is needing that. So the best way to hydrate our skin is actually by applying products topically. So going into winter, this is now the time to really up our serums, up our moisture. So ingredients like beta glucan, like hyaluronic acid, these are all really important to add into the skincare because it's so dry here. Um, but yeah, uh, kind of a tip that most people don't really realize is um, a lot of people I feel like will use hot water or they shower in the water or they wash their face in the shower. And that water that touches our skin is way too hot and is actually going to desensitize our skin and make our skin even drier. So in the wintertime, you should especially never wash your face in the shower. You should actually use more room temperature. I can see from Miley's face, this is something that you do. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness, I do it every night. Yeah, oh that can goodness. really sensitize our skin and um, harm the skin barrier, which can cause things like further dehydration, um, breakouts, pigmentation, all of, the, all, all of the things can kind of start um, snowballing. I love so, your explanation because I just got a facial the other day and the person who did it on me was telling me about how hot, like hot moisture or hot water wasn't good, but she didn't explain why she just said, be mindful of using like towels with hot water on it and things like that. And so that, that actually helps me better understand the why behind things so that I yeah. don't do it again. Yeah, I don't, I do have a, like a little, it's not quite a scrub, like not one of those harsh scrubs with, you know, walnut pieces or whatever in it. Um, I have a really soft, gentle, something that I exfoliate within the shower, probably a handful of times a week. Um, just to get it in, like, just to make sure I've like prepped my skin for the day, but I'm not a hot shower person. Good. I tend to be like a warm shower person at best. And I never put my face in hot water. It does not feel good to me. <laughs> yeah. That can really, really harm the skin. So you're recommending that if, if, and when we wash our face for the night or in the morning or whatnot, before we put on whatever it is that we do, you're recommending room temperature water. Room temperature, um, you can do cool water, but both end of, of the extreme don't go too cold either because that can also harm the skin. So lukewarm um, room temperature is usually the best. That's good. Hmm. That's good to know. Yeah. I don't and think I'd ever heard that specific. No, I love that. This is what before. we are hoping for. Yeah. And you were mentioning about different uh, like serums and uh and other things to, to use to hydrate our skin topically. So yeah. I've heard of hyaluronic acid a, a lot, like a number of times, but mm -hmm. I, I only recently started to learn a little bit about it and what it does. I think I always thought it was one of those products for aging skin yeah. and being that I'm kind of just getting to the last few years to the point where I'm actually concerned with aging skin. I started to read a little bit more about hyaluronic acid. I think it's often abbreviated HLA. Yes. Yeah. And it, it encourages like the cells to draw in water and exactly. maybe stimulate collagen growth. I was going to say, so, does it have something to do with collagen? So not as much the collagen, but the reason why hyaluronic acid has been kind of the rave in skincare for the past, I'd say decade is because it has this ability to hold up to a thousand times its own weight in water. So anytime you're applying um, hyaluronic acid to damp skin, it's able to draw in that moisture and hold onto it. But a lot of people actually do not know how to apply hyaluronic acid correctly, because if you're applying that acid to your skin on dry skin, it's actually going to draw moisture from somewhere and it's going to draw from inside the skin. And if you're not, 
exactly. look worse. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. So anytime you're applying hyaluronic acid, make sure your skin is still damp, not wet to the touch, but like when you touch it, you can kind of feel slight tackiness when it's kind of dewy and um, a little bit moist. That's when you should apply hyaluronic acid and you should immediately seal it in with a moisturizer over it. Oh, that's that was going to be my next question was before or after moisturizing. So before yes. moisturizing, but not when your skin is bone dry. Exactly. So the general order of application for any products should follow the viscosity. So the thinner it is, the earlier it goes. And then the thicker it is, you apply it later on. So you usually go toner, serums, essence, all that stuff. And then you go moisturizer and then you can apply an oil afterwards before you apply on your SPF in the mornings. And then your makeup. Yes. Be right back. Got to go buy everything with hyaluronic <laughs> acid in it. <laughs> I was going to say, like, does hyaluronic acid, does it just come like, oh, here's a bottle of hyaluronic acid? Or are you looking for something that has that as an ingredient? So there's a lot of products out there now that just contain hyaluronic acid. So it's really dependent on your skin and what it needs. So the hyaluronic acid that I use during treatment and the ones that I use at home is going to be a little different because hyaluronic acid also has different molecular weights. So depending on where you're kind of needing that hydration in the skin, you may need a different type of hyaluronic acid. A really good and easy, cheap one to get is um, like the Inkless or um, the Ordinary. These are all like, I call them gateway skincares because the price is low and the ingredients are not bad. Can you repeat that? What are those products? So Inky uh, List, I believe is the, the name of one of the brands. And the other one that's really popular is called The Ordinary. I usually will always recommend clients get and invest in professional grade and medical grade um, products. But for the people who are listening who might not have the budget or want to invest that much into skincare yet, that's a good gateway skincare. Love that. Yeah, nice. this is great. That is awesome. Now, I also heard about vitamin A being good for your skin as well. I yes. mean, is there, is there any vitamin that's like, bad for your well, skin? Cause I feel like yeah, a C E I hear about I a lot of those vitamin a because I hear a lot about retinol. Yes. With, yeah. With vitamin A. So what is that? Is that a serum? Is that a, what, where, where does that fall on the hierarchy of things that you put on your, yeah, as you can so, tell, I know nothing about skincare. No, you're totally fine. So actually for me, I have three, actually four, but my holy trinity for skincare Ooh. is SPF because that is just, everyone should be wearing it inside or out, whether you're just staying in and playing video games all day, you should always have SPF on. Second one is some sort of antioxidant to prevent your skin from being damaged by free radicals and really getting that pigmentation. The third one is going to be a retinol. And a retinol, the reason why it's so good is because our skin has what's called a cellular turnover rate. And on average, our skin is supposed to turn over every 28 days to keep um, the fresh skin cells coming up and keep it supple and soft. A lot of times, if we're not using the right ingredients at home, environmental factors, if we're not cleansing properly, age, all of that, that actually slows down our cellular turnover rate. So our turnover rate is going from 28 days to 40 days to 50 days. Wow. That's never good because the reason why babies have such beautiful skin is because their cellular turnover rate is anywhere from five to 14 days. Oh, so wow. the faster your skin cells turning over, the fresher your skin is going to be. So retinol is one of those ingredients that actually helps to speed up the turnover rate of our skin. 
So using that consistently is going to strengthen our skin. It's going to help us build a stronger barrier. And it's just going to be so good because as your skin cells are turning over, we get wrinkles when the keratin starts to build up. So we want to exfoliate. We want to make sure that our skin cells are continuously um, healthy and being generated, regenerated. And retinol is one of those things that people can be a little sensitive to in the beginning. So it's good to start slowly from what I understand. Definitely. Yeah. I usually recommend when you're starting off retinol for the first time, start it maybe twice to three times a week. So give it a few days in between. And when you're using retinol in the morning, some people will cleanse really quickly with just water. If you're using a retinol or any sort of harsh exfoliants at nighttime, you have to make sure in the morning you're cleansing that off of your skin because it makes your skin a lot more sensitive to the sun too. It will cause more irritation because it's speeding up your cellular turnover. So your skin is starting to shed a little faster than you're used to. So you're going to start seeing redness. You're going to see a lot more dryness. So the best way to combat that is by spacing it out. And also you can kind of sandwich the retinol. So if you apply a moisturizer underneath and then um, you apply the retinol over it, then it kind of um, helps with the irritation a little bit. Okay. So it doesn't, yeah. the, the moisturizer won't create a barrier. The retinol will still be able to take effect and sort of like mingle with the moisturizer in your skin to help that turnover. Exactly. It's almost like diluting the, the retinol a little bit. So you're still getting the effects of it, just not as strong and not as much irritants. Nice. I like that. And actually one thing too, to know is you should never apply retinol on damp skin. You should always wait for your skin to fully be dry before you apply on retinol, because otherwise it'll make the retinol absorb even more. So it will irritate it even more. Oh, so damp skin and then put your hyaluronic acid and then let it dry and then put your retinol. Retinol. Exactly. (laughs) And then when do you do your serum and your toner? And <laughs> toner, toner was at the beginning toners before my skin is wet toner preps your, how I understand it is toner preps your skin to receive the things you're about to put on it. Yes. And it helps to balance out the pH of the skin before everything else goes on. Yes. Thank you. So you'll do cleanser and then you'll do your toner so and if cleanser you- and then dry the skin. Yes. Then toner. mm -hmm, Toner. And then so toner, there's different types of toner you can spray on, you can wipe on, you can pat on. Um, So toner, and then you'll do if you dry. Exactly. Uh, You don't have to. This one's okay. Um, And then if you have your essence, you would apply your essence. If you have your serums, you would apply your serums after that. And then you'll go into your lighter moisturizer and then your heavier moisturizer your oils. This is kind of, I'm not saying everybody should apply all of this. I'm just kind of. No, this is really important information. I want to know all this. Miley's overwhelmed and (laughs) (laughs) shutting down. (laughs) Yes. But I also really want to understand. I have a chart I'll send you later. (laughs) Oh, that would be so great. And we'll definitely share that on social media so that everybody in the skin company, whatever you want to call it, the line that I buy from also is really good about use this, this, then this, then this, and like kind of telling you the types of things and the order you should put them in versus telling you this product, this product. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's great. No, this is so fun. I mean, it's, this is important to know if you're going to invest in a facial every month, every four, six weeks, whatever you want to do, uh, you know, 80 bucks, uh, for a facial every so often, and you're going to spend maybe a hundred bucks or more. It's pretty easy to spend a couple hundred bucks on a skincare line. You want to use it 
correctly to get the most out of it. Otherwise you're just like, you're just throwing the money down the drain. You're just literally washing it down the drain. Yeah. Agreed. And that's also skincare too. One of the most important skincare that I think is uh, getting a good cleanser because that preps your skin for a good canvas for all of that skincare to be received. But a lot of people, when they cleanse their skin, they're just kind of quickly within 10 seconds rubbing on and washing off. And that's not allowing the efficacy of the, of the cleanser either to, to absorb into your skin and to really get that good cleanse. So just like you said, skincare, because it's such an investment, you really should be using it correctly. I am naughty of this a little bit at night sometimes of wetting everything. And then I get the the cleanser on my hands and mm-hmm. da, 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 da. I spend like mm, probably like 15 seconds if I'm being honest, like scrubbing and washing. And then I get the little, I have this little facial magic cloth and I kind of rub everything off and rinse once or twice. Um, but I feel like that might not be long enough when I'm in the shower, washing my face. I usually let the cleanser sit on there for like a full minute while I do something else I like that. Yeah. I always say you should, uh, you should massage a cleanser in for a full 60 seconds to really get that to, to wash off. But yeah, I, I'm guilty of that too. I used to be like that also, but when I go in with my toner and I see all the left residual makeup, that's when I'm like, okay, I'm really not cleansing enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I have seen that. <laughs> I, I don't use a toner. And I just started hearing about a toner a couple of days ago. Didn't even know what it was until a couple of days ago, but I do wash my face every night because I shower before I have to go to bed with like a clean body so I shower and in the shower I'll wash my face and I do do like a full 60 or even longer sometimes I do it twice because I just want to make sure I got it all off no that's Um, called double cleansing that's actually you should be doing it should or should not should be doing yeah oh okay (laughs) well I remember when I was a first year dental student one Unless of my using bar soap don't double cleanse with bar soap harsh on your skin initially do it with bar soap and then I'll do it with my cleanser but it's only because over the years for some reason if I don't use the bar soap I break out more that's the 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 connection correlation that I have found since I was a a, a little young lady uh, <laughs> teenager. uh but I just wanted to share that my one of my patients she was I don't know, 97 years old when I was a first in the clinic as a dentist, I remember her telling me that she's like, if I can give you one piece of advice, wash your face two times a night. <laughs> yeah. Great advice. Wow. I was like, okay, I'll remember that. And I just remember it because it's very odd that a patient would give me that piece of advice, but now it reiterates what you like, you know, it's, it's a, it's what you're right. telling me. Oh, good. No, it's definitely necessary. I want to talk about on the bar soap thing, because I saw your face, Lydia, light up when Miley, when I said, don't use bar soap, and Miley was like, I use bar soap. (laughs) And I I saw Lydia's face go, oh, there was a little, a a moment of concern. But there's, there's like weeks where I don't use bar soap because I just run out of bar soap. And that's when I break out the most. But is this because your face has gotten used to being so dry from bar soap? that when it's not having that, it's having a chance to catch up and like attempting to maybe balance out. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to understand. So do you mind sharing with me what kind of bar soap you use? Dove. Okay. And from what I remember of using Dove soap, I feel like it leaves a residual kind of film. Did you feel that on your skin at all? Yes, but that's why I use hot water. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> I I mean, I would love to deep dive into like what that is a little bit more, but I feel like I have to talk to you for a lot longer than yes. the podcast can, uh, can allow, but I really want to do talk a to facial you. therapy session. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was planning on coming to you for a facial as well, just because you are a guest and I will want to comment on my experience with you. <laughs> I, I always like to, whenever we interview guests, I always like to be a first, what is it? Uh, I like to firsthand experience your services. I, I love that. That's great. <laughs> and we have co- people in common, right? Doesn't Demi? Yes. 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 I know Lydia, or I got to meet Lydia through Demi and Demi's been one of our guests in the past as well. Okay. So that's why we were so excited to uh, finally get to interview you. I've been wanting to interview you for a while. Oh, I love that. I love being on here. You guys are so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This has been wildly educational and informative yeah. already. And we're just like a few minutes in. I know I and a lot of listeners around Miley's and my age, your, maybe your age, I'm not sure. You look super young. You could be 60. You could be 28. I just, I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I know a lot of listeners, female listeners, and even men, I don't want to exclude our male listeners, but I know a lot of us are kind of like, what can we do to combat signs of aging? And yes. Like, are there things we can do easy at home? And at what point do we need to go see a professional? So I always say the best policy is um, prevention rather than correction later on, because correction is always more expensive. It takes a lot more time and you're correcting something that you spent years building up. So I always recommend if you're able to see a professional, see someone as soon as you can, just to at least even for a consultation, just so they can kind of point you in the direction of what skincare to use and what your skin needs, because everyone's skin is so different. Um, My skin is very different than both of your skin and the needs that it it has. So I'm uh, more combo, but you know, I, I know my skin really well. So I know what it needs at different times, but for a, you know, a person that is not into skincare or is getting their information off of social media, (laughs) it's it's kind of worrisome as professionals too knowing that there's so much information out there and I've had a lot of clients coming in using the complete wrong product that's really burnt their skin and harmed their skin so I think even if you just get in for a complimentary consult with a professional just to have them kind of show you and help you shop too for your skincare that is the best policy but yeah when it comes to anti-aging or kind of aging gracefully I should say I'm always going to preach SPF. Your sunscreen is going to be your best anti-aging cream. Don't even think about it as sunscreen. Just think about it as the best prevention for aging, for pigmentation, for anything. So SPF is always, always, always going to be what I'm going to preach, especially in Arizona. And uh, making sure that you're getting at least an SPF 50 and you're reapplying every two hours. How are people doing that during the workday? I can tell you, I have never stopped the middle of my workday to apply SPF. And do you do it over your makeup? You can. So they do sell sunscreen balms now and powders and sprays. So you're able to apply that easier over um, makeup. But I I do understand it is hard. Even I don't have the time to stop and apply too. I make sure I wash my hands. If I don't have a full face of makeup on, I'll get a little bit of sunscreen and press it in. You don't rub, but you, you just press it in. So at least you're getting a little bit of coverage, especially outdoors in any way. That is something I have done when I know I'm wearing makeup and I'm outside and I carry, I have a little, little SPF that I'll take with me from the same skincare line I use. And I'll just put like a little pee amount on my fingers and kind of 
and like definitely press it over all my like little spots you know cheekbones nose brows top of the lip kind of thing pound of prevention is worth I don't remember the saying but you know prevent (laughs) things people I will just slip in a side note here I gave up smoking like a billion years ago but I did it because I didn't want to get wrinkles good for you I mean that's a great (laughs) motivation not because I didn't actually enjoy the smoking, although now it's a very disgusting and smelly and awful <laughs> habit. It's just I'm so happy to hear. It's just gross, but I literally did it because I just didn't want to look old. Goes <laughs> right. Um, I hear that you know smoking helps with aging gracefully, but also not using a straw because of that oh, stuffy motion of your lips, it can increase the wrinkles around your mouth. I've heard, but yes. I still use a straw. I do too. Another big one is also sunglasses. Anytime you're going outside and you're squinting, you're creating those crow's feet lines. And also our body has, it's amazing the way it remembers the cellular memory. So anytime our, our eyes are seeing brightness, our body is already creating melanin. So if we want to prevent um, pigmentation, wearing sunglasses is going to help prevent the crow's feet and also pigmentation. And I know women struggle with pigmentation, especially if you're on birth control, right? And you're getting like sunspots if you're out in the sun, like you can get melasma. Mm -hmm, Melasma. So melasma is something that can be triggered with hormones, which is why sometimes when you're on birth control, it can trigger it. A lot of women, we call it pregnancy mask because during pregnancy, the hormones are changing and that can create that melasma mask over a lot of it is over the lips. So yeah. Um, and heat can also really, really stimulate pigmentation and melasma as well. So cold rolling is one of those things that's super cheap and effective at home for you to use for, to good for anti-aging because it helps to kind of increase the circulation of the skin anytime you're massaging the skin and you're, it's tightening everything. It's kind of bringing down inflammation. A lot of skin issues are due to inflammation. So anytime you can bring down the inflammation of the skin, it's always good. So when you have breakouts, Um, When you get like a cystic pimple, the best thing you can do instead of drying it out with products is to ice roll because you want to bring down the inflammation so it can heal itself faster. And what is ice roll? Yeah. Is that with like a jade roller, like a stone roller or with something you actually put in the fridge? Washa. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a bunch of different ways. You can use um, an actual ice cube. If you don't have anything at home, you just have to make sure to let it melt a little bit before you apply it onto the skin. So you don't overburn yourself. Um, And you don't ever want to hold it on one spot. You want to make sure you're always moving. That's why it's called ice rolling. Um, You can use a jade roller. Those ones just don't hold the cold as much. So I actually like either like a derma cooler, something that has some sort of technology that can hold the cold. Or if you just go on Amazon and type in cold roller for face, it's like $10 and you can stick the whole thing into the uh, freezer in like a Ziploc bag. And then you can actually wash it with like wipe it down with alcohol too. In between you put it on your face. Yeah. And that holds the, the cold for like 20, 30 minutes. So my esthetician has uh, what she calls cold globes and they Mm -hmm. look like those little things you would suck snot out of baby's noses. (laughs) Those are like the handles, those little pointy parts. And then there's grosser than it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the shape. It's just the shape, but they're filled with this crazy blue liquid. And she like, at some point during my facials, she will rub them all like in circles and then kind of go up and hit my forehead. And it's so wild. Did Debbie ever do that? She to you? did not do that when I did her a facial with her. It's wild. She'll hit certain points on my forehead and I don't know what type of chi she's hitting some sort of energy line. Cause I feel it in my freaking toes, <laughs> but it's, it's wild. Oh, wow. Those cause she, my face has a tendency. Like I don't have 
overly sensitive skin to like products or the environment, but my skin will react to anything. You wash it, it turns kind of pink for a few minutes. Like anything, it turns just kind of pink. Maybe. Yes. So she will like cold globe me to try to cool me down, okay. <laughs> settle, settle it down. She did the gua sha on my face. Yes. But okay. I did not do the ice rolling. She did not do that when I was in my facial. Experience. You should try it at home too, especially anytime you have a breakout daily. I, I recommend like morning and nighttime if you have time. Oh, can I put my little jade roller in the fridge or something too? Fridge, not the freezer. It'll crack. It'll crack. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But fridge is okay. Okay. I actually, so with the, those jade rollers, the best way to quickly is just ice water, dip it in, dry it real quick. And like, if you wanted to keep it cold, just keep, keep a towel and a cold water next to you and just keep rolling like that. I love that. Okay. I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. I love my little jade roller because it has a small one on one end and a larger one on the other end. And it feels yeah. super nice. Yeah. Wherever we since we're talking <laughs> about acne, since you brought that up, we'll kind of wrap up everything with, you know, can you give us some some tools and tips on women who are experiencing acne as an adult? For example, my left cheek right here. Yeah. I for one never had a single pimple or zit or acne. I never had a single thing until I turned like 26. Holy moly. It's, and I, I was like a lot of it. It's gotten better since I've been in my thirties, but I still get like cystic acne right here on the left side of my cheek. Just the left side, just the left side. And yeah, just the left side. I just got one right here underneath my nose. Cause it's okay. my time a month. But other than that, this is a newbie. Most <laughs> do, of it is on my left side. Do you sleep more on your left side or on your right side? My left. Okay. Could so dirty pillowcase. Satin pillowcase would be good flip them and then switch them out every other day and see if that doesn't help. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Cause the satin holds onto less of the oils oh. from your hair products and from your face. So it'll help a little bit. Okay. So satin pillowcase and then flip it every night. So use it, change it out every other night if you can, okay. and then flip it in between uses. That way you're getting a fresh one every night. Ah, okay. okay. Noted. Jumping on Amazon tonight. It's also super good <laughs> for your hair. I love my satin oh, okay. pillowcase. It's like my, I wake up and my hair doesn't look like a scary mess. If I forget it when I travel and I sleep on a straight up like cotton thing. Yeah. I have like this crazy fuzzy head. It's <laughs> smashed in weird directions. I'm like, what happened? hair I I do not it's literally on my list of things to travel with is my pillowcase mm -hmm. love it okay done Deal. life changer okay. um but also just hormonal acne in general so I always I'm a I'm a huge um advocate for having clients who are dealing with any sort of acne going to see a naturopathic physician so getting a hormonal panel done and getting a dietary test is my top two because so much of acne is internal and there's only so much we can do as estheticians on the external side. We can help ease the inflammation. We can help to reduce the, the breakouts. But if you're not dealing with the internal, it's going to continuously come up, uh, come up, which is what happened to me when I had the five years of cystic acne was I had to figure out my hormones and my diet. That's something that I always recommend is seeing a naturopath and getting a Dutch test, getting a diet test. My sister cut out dairy and found a lot of her skin like inflammation and issues mm -hmm. just kind of went away. Yeah. Unfortunately, the dairy process in the United States, just there's so much things added. I, I know that a lot of my clients, when they travel to Europe or Asia and they drink dairy, they're totally fine. But as soon as they hit dairy in the United States, their hormones flare. 
So Is it because they feed so much hormones and antibiotics and stuff like that to the animals that you're then extracting the dairy from. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing a lot of um, sensitivity to chicken and eggs too, and causing acne as well, especially in men, because that changes the hormones, I think because of the, all the injections that they're giving the chicken, different topic, but I'm vegan. So I'm like, if you okay. want to tell people to stop <laughs> eating chickens and eggs and consuming animal products, I'm like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Yeah. And also sugar, like I broke out right after Halloween because I've been hitting the candy bowl. So um, that also increases the inflammation. So anytime there's inflammation in the body, we're going to see a little more acne. So a good way to combat it is also slightly with Chinese medicine. So when our skin, when our body is too inflamed, there's too much heat. So a good way to reduce the heat is by consuming foods that are cooling to the body. So like cucumber, aloe vera, celery juice is a big one, watermelons, things like that will help to combat that inflammation a little bit. Miley's mom will put turmeric on her face. Is that what you're just going to say? It was just going to, because you mentioned Chinese medicine. And whenever I think of that, whenever my mom and she pinned me down last night and put (laughs) turmeric on my face. Your little ass mom. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And so I was like, what are your thoughts on turmeric and topically applying it? Because that's what I've been doing. I think you should also probably ingest it, right? Yeah, my mom used to make me uh, eat balls of turmeric. Like raw turmeric? <laughs> raw like the turmeric. Root? She would oh, roll Jesus. it with honey. And oh. that's how she she would get the powder. It would either come in powder or you, oh. lately she's been buying the root, uh, like the raw root. And then she like crushes it up and then she mixes it with honey. But back then she would make me eat it. Now she just crushes it up and like puts it onto my face. Does she apply with the honey as well? No. Should she? Okay. So I am generally, I will always say no to DIY. Anything in the pantry shouldn't go on the face, but I do like turmeric and I do like honey for the, for any act. Oh, really? So instead of just applying the powder directly on, I would actually mix it with a little bit of honey because the ingredients in honey is going to help with the antibacterial effect too. Oh, honey has some antiseptic type mm-hmm. of properties, right? Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. And if you're vegan, what can you use in place of honey? Agave is agave vegan. It comes uh, from a plant. Uh, the, I don't. There's not as many benefits for that. So in that case, I would maybe just mix a little water and okay. make it into a paste. Yeah. Okay. If you're trying to calm, do oats. Speaking of pantry things, oats and oat like fine oat meal, oat flour. I've heard oats have a calming effect on the skin. Does that apply they to do. the face? That is true. So I I want to avoid getting too deep into the DIY just because yeah. you know people get too creative with the DIY. And that's why I see a lot of the burns coming in. This does not replace a professional consultation. (laughs) (laughs) Because the the pH of food changes and what's needed on our skin, if you're getting like a lot of people started putting lemon juice because they think it'll help with the pigmentation. And that like, I cannot tell you the damage that I've seen with lemon juice and these DIY things. So I think you know, honey is okay. Turmeric is okay. Definitely do your research before you apply anything to your, to your skin. Yeah. I mean, lemons destroy your teeth, your bones, literally that your teeth bone. Don't put that shit on your face. (laughs) 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 Don't be soaking your face. This conversation does make me feel a lot better because all those times when I ate turmeric, I was just like, I thought my mom was crazy, but I didn't want to get in trouble. I didn't want her. I wanted her to stop yelling at me. So I would just eat the turmeric. And like, even last night, I just let her paint it onto my face because I didn't want to be that child that kept getting yelled at by her mom. So, but 
I love though that, but that's like what you put in your body will manifest on your skin. So like eating the cucumbers, which Miley was literally doing 10 minutes before we got on with you. I love cucumbers in the summertime. I eat more watermelon than anyone should even eat. Like I love watermelon too. But I mean, you can eat turmeric and like include things like, you know, maybe switch it up to a golden milk latte the next time. And it's important that if you're eating turmeric side note, you need to incorporate some black pepper to make it like bioavailability, like in your body, you will actually ingest and get the properties of it. Oh, that's good to know. I don't know why I know this stuff. I just do. Oh, it's good that you know this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to spend money on things if you're not going to get the full value and benefit out of it. It's important to research and know your topics, know your stuff. Lydia, is, is there anything else that we have not talked about that you would like to share? There's always so much information in skincare. So if you give me the flow, I can go for days. (laughs) I think the main thing that I really, really want to reiterate is please everybody wear your SPF. Because that's seriously, I see so many people that come in with issues that could have been easily prevented because they're not wearing sunscreen. And, you know, make sure you get your yearly dermatology checkup, especially in Arizona. I see so many questionable things on people's skin. So make sure you're getting that checked out. That's a good tip. I, I get my checkups. I've just hit my one-year mark, so I'm due soon, but I have so many questionable spots on me and they're always like, nope, that's fine. It's a this. And they just name what the little spot is. And I'm like, darn, it's nothing. But I'm like, oh good. It's nothing. But at the same but time, I'm nice like, to have safe peace of mind, right? <laughs> yes, definitely. Cause yeah, I'll have something that I'm like, I've been scratching at this spot for three weeks. It's itching and it's gotta be something terrible. And they're like, no, it's fine. Darn it. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Lydia. I personally had a blast and I learned so much from this episode and this time that we shared together. Thank you so much for coming on with us. And I'll give a shout out. Let's give a shout out to your Instagram. Your oh, yeah. Instagram is at do skin bar and do is D E W skin bar. And then you do have a couple of new products coming into do skin bar. I do. So I am launching two services for do skin bar. I'm going to have a holiday glow up party in Tempe on Sunday, November 20th, where I'm launching um, a jet plasma treatment that can help with pigmentation with acne and laxity in the skin, um, as well as hair restoration. And I'm also launching a, a treatment called scalp micropigmentation by my um, scalp pigmentation artist, Patrick. It's something that you, you've heard of permanent makeup, like microblading and permanent lipstick. It's essentially that for the scalp to fill in density and for baldness. So I'm launching these two on the 20th at the, at the party. So. Oh, how interesting. So you have a thin spot, maybe you can kind of quote color it in, but you don't have to spray it on every day. Exactly. So I could show you like I have as I get older, I feel like my hairline is starting to just like go a little further than I would like. Um, And I can see a lot more scalp when I tie my hair all the way back than I would like. So he went in and just created little hair stroke like things on my scalp. So when I tie my hair back and you look from afar, you're not seeing any of the scalp. So yeah, it's like a cool density feel. That's awesome. That is really neat. What a yeah. neat thing. Yeah. I imagine a lot of men might really enjoy that too. Definitely. And I'm seeing a lot of women too, because I, I mean, like, especially post COVID postpartum as well, a, a lot of hair loss is happening along the hairline. So that's a really quick procedure that can really, really create a difference. I see a ton of ads lately for these hair serums that 
filling in these spots and like that that same spot you mentioned kind of on the side when you pull your hair back like just above maybe the temple area it's like women get some thinness there so yeah that's great I love that I feel like for our generation where we used to part our hair that way it's like that's what's like receding my hairline a little bit I I keep telling Miley to move her part you gotta move it I yeah I ended up I hated parting in the middle but I had to because I felt like it was kind of changing my hairline a little bit. It looks weird with the middle part. She told me to move it. And every time I move it, I try. Sometimes there are days when I'm brave enough to move it. And then I take a picture and I send it to her to prove that I am doing it. But then after about an hour or two, I just can't handle it. I've got to move it back. Curtain bangs. That's what changed it for me. I hated middle part, but get curtain bangs. And it honestly, it changes everything. Something that's a little swoopy. Mm-hmm. like something that kind of frames your face a little bit when it's down in the middle instead of just kind of like right by your your face hmm. I'll consider it <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you so much Lydia from yeah, Miss Chief Aesthetics Officer <laughs> <laughs> I love that that was great thanks so much for chatting with us today yeah thanks for chatting with me and having me oh besides your Instagram do you have a website or other uh, Instagram awesome. is honestly the best way to, okay. to find me. Yeah. Perfect. Great. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, yeah. Thank you. And as a final note, if you would be so kind to give us a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it is truly helpful to our little show. And if you found this episode helpful to you, please share it on social media or with a loved one. You can find and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Woman Get In. And you can find me, Miley, at Dr. Smiley Miley. And I, Mandy, am at MandyPants15 on Instagram. Thanks so much, friends. We'll see you next week. Bye.